100 days in captivity for Nigeria's missing girls. Today, Tuesday, July 22nd, this is The World. I'm Aaron Schachter, in for Marco Werman. Nigeria's president finally meets with parents of the kidnapped girls. This journalist says the pressure of the 100-day mark has refocused attention on the girls' plight. Even if it wasn't priority for Nigerians, Last week, it certainly is now. Also today, the conflict in Gaza and Hamas's changing tactics against Israel. They're fighting. They're standing their ground, where before they've cut and run. And later, playing nine-man in Chinatown. It's like volleyball, only more intense. Suicide is the person that picks up all the hooks, the really fast ones. So it's all coming to your face. So it's kind of dangerous, I guess. Those stories ahead on The World. Support for PRI's The World comes from Medtronic, celebrating people living with medical technology who are giving back to their communities. Apply for the Bakken Invitation Award and earn a $20,000 charitable grant for your charity. Learn more at liveongiveon.org. I'm Aaron Schachter, in for Marco Werman, and this is The World. We start today with a subject that can divide nations or a government or even a family. That subject is Israel's ground incursion into Gaza, and specifically whether it's time for an immediate ceasefire. The diplomatic push for a ceasefire is gaining momentum as casualties, particularly civilian casualties, mount in Gaza. U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry said today he had constructive talks on a possible truce with officials in Cairo. But while the talking goes on, so too does the fighting. We've got BuzzFeed's Shira Frankel on the line now from Jerusalem. And Shira, it's been an especially violent few days on the ground in Gaza. Where do things stand right now? At the moment, Israel is still going forward with its ground offensive in Gaza, and we're still hearing about casualties on both sides. It doesn't seem like the violence is going to let up anytime soon. In fact, just this afternoon, I spoke with an Israeli army official who said that they're moving even further uh, towards the west in Gaza, towards the sea. And we've heard of Israeli Navy boats edging closer and closer to the shore. So it doesn't seem like they're de-escalating anytime soon. There were stories today uh, that an Israeli soldier is missing. Do we know anything about him? So that's been kind of a confusing story, and there have been a few different narratives around about that. Um, what we know is that over the weekend on Saturday, there was an APC that was attacked and very badly scorched. At least seven soldiers were inside at the time, and they were presumed dead due to the force of the, of the attack. However, since then, only six of their bodies have been recovered. One of the Israeli medics I spoke to said it was a very difficult task to recover their bodies and to identify them. Now, the seventh soldier there, the one that hasn't been, wasn't at least originally named, is presumed to be the one that Hamas claimed to capture. The Israelis on the record are not saying um, what his current status is, but off the record, they're saying that he's been presumed dead and that if Hamas did capture him, it was likely that they only captured his body. We talked about the possibility uh, of a truce. There are negotiations or at least talks about negotiations going on now in Egypt. Um, Does that seem likely at all? Are people in Israel talking about that? 
you know, there's this idea floating around that there, there's a need for another sort of mediator, another negotiator. The Egyptians had a tumultuous relationship with Gaza, to say the least, and their handling of the ceasefire talks last week was widely considered to be ineffective. They kept Hamas out of the discussion. They relayed mes- messages inconsistently to the Israelis. And so John Kerry going there, meeting with them, talking to the Egyptians, that's, that's seen as a positive sign. But people are asking whether Egyptian President um, Abdel Fattah al-Sisi right now has the clout to kind of push the ceasefire agreement forward. Not only whether he has the clout, but whether he's trusted by both sides. Yeah, exactly. There's been a clampdown on Hamas in uh, in Egypt. They've shut the Rafah crossing. And there's this idea that um, Hamas will not be inclined to do the Egyptians any favors anytime soon. Now, what is the mood there in Israel? Is there support for the government continuing the ground offensive? Very much so. I mean, despite the death of, I think at this point, over 27 Israeli soldiers, the mood in Israel is very much supportive of the troops, supportive of the Israeli offensive. There have been tiny, tiny anti-war protests, and the few protests that have been held have actually come under attack by right-wing groups. There aren't any any voices, really sort of, I would say, prominent political voices in Israel who are calling for an end to Israel's engagement in Gaza. You know, with all these situations, there's generally talk at some point about a tipping point. How many casualties is too many for...